times. So depending on where you're connecting from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Right now we're going to be speaking in other tongues for 15 minutes, praying with the scripture, 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1 to 4. It says, I exhort therefore that first of all, all manner of prayers, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Today we're going to be focusing I'm praying that men come to the knowledge of the truth, wherever they are, in your organization, around you, around any believer. Men are speedily coming to the knowledge of the truth of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, accepting Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, acknowledging what Jesus Christ came to do on the cross. Let's go ahead and pray. Kindly unmute yourself at this time. La Namaha. Lebrodo Supractijuna Vela Crosa Rafa, <laughs> <laughs> 
Rabbi, <laughs> <laughs> 
Lord, we worship you, we praise your holy name, O God. We exalt you for you are God, you are good and you are kind, hallelujah. And your desire is that all men, O God, may come, O God, to the knowledge of the truth, hallelujah, of everything, O God, that you've done for them, hallelujah. The knowledge of the truth of the gospel. Yes, hallelujah. And Marco Sungre de the harvest of God is green. Leco Sungre de Caparadosti, Leprado Toko Prada Cabaya. More, more, and more people, oh God, are receptive to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, oh God. More and more people, hallelujah. Leke Sakela Bahaya, from far and wide. More and more people, Lekatosa Capalida, Libro Kosheki Cabaya. And as we speak, oh God, as we communicate the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to them, hallelujah. Their hearts are receptive, oh God. Their hearts are willing. Leco 
receptive to the gospel hallelujah leke songra da kaba sotukubaya yekerebo sifraktu jekerebaya lord we thank you legasi kaparabista lebokonze pila branda sefila krada for your love oh god for your kindness oh god zikatosha kabaya yes hallelujah for the leaders of the nations of the world leko songre kida paradoshka dabaya yes hallelujah ya laws makasiti ya bylaws oh god masotukubaya ya policies oh god so Suppose, oh God, the propagation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. In every city, in every territory, in every province, in every nation, yes, hallelujah, there's priority for the gospel, irrespective of God. There's priority for the gospel. And yes, hallelujah, we see a huge harvest. We see a huge harvest, oh God. As you have energized us, oh God, and put us in the ministry for such a time as this, oh God. As effective workforces, oh God, to go and preach the gospel. The men that listen to us, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. We win in every time for you, hallelujah. Because the hearts of the people are ready, ready for the truth of God. We exalt your holy name, O God. We bless you, O God, for you are God and you're good, O God, and your mercy endures forever. Thank you, precious Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Glory, 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 glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everyone connected right now to the Inspired by the World Times of Devotional. Thank you very much for connecting over to um brother martins at this time thank you very much hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah praise god okay we are taking a devotional and um today's devotional thursday the 4th of february the title the holy spirit the father's blessing hallelujah our team scripture is taken from Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5, verse 32. And it says, and we are his witnesses of these things. And so, and so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God has given to them that obey him. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 11, verse 13 says, Luke chapter 11, verse 13 is one of the scriptures many misapply and misunderstand about receiving the Holy Spirit. There, Jesus said, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? But then, he wasn't talking to Christians, but to those under the old covenant. Anyone could receive the Holy Spirit by asking, but sadly, most never did, because they didn't ask. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given unto you. Luke 11, 9. But after the New Testament was effected from the resurrection of Jesus, the word never told anyone to ask for the Holy Spirit. What we were told is how the apostles ministered the Holy Spirit to people. They, for they, that's the apostles, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 8, verse 15. Now, this day he was talking about as the apostles prayed for the people that they might receive the Holy Spirit. And they did. Praise the Lord. And some received without prayer. Acts, in, Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 46. And it still happened today. You know, there are meetings that people come for. And just in the presence of being enraptured in worship and praise, the power of the Holy Ghost moves and many are filled with the Spirit, even without asking. Many times you might be in your room and you're praying and then the Spirit of God completely overwhelms you. There are people like that today that haven't received the Holy Spirit before, just in the place of worship, the Spirit of God comes upon them. Praise the Lord. So pastor is saying here, he said, it's actually pointless to ask God for the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit is one of the cardinal gifts of God to all men. No wonder the Bible says in the end time, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. We are in the end time. So God, when God says, I will, it means he has done it. Now we're in the end time. So God has poured out his spirit upon all flesh. Upon all flesh. Praise the Lord. So he's saying, um, Pastor is saying here, by simply obeying his call to believe the gospel, anyone can receive him. He said in Acts chapter 2, verse 17, and it shall come to pass. In the last day, said the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. See also Acts chapter 5, verse 32, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9, and Romans chapter 2, verse 8. He said, notice, he didn't say, I will pour out my spirit upon all Christians, but upon all flesh. You know, when I read this scripture, one of the things that comes to my mind is, are you saying that? Muslim security man, that guy that sells tea, that meti or mesuya or whoever that sells around your um, in a kiosk in your area or in wherever you stay or in a place in a market, the spirit of God has been poured out upon him. Is that what the Bible is saying? Yes, the spirit has been poured out upon all of them. All you need to do is give them the gospel. As soon the moment they receive the gospel, they activate the power of the spirit in their life. Praise the Lord. That's what he said. He said, notice he didn't say, I will pour my spirit upon all Christians, but upon all flesh. This is the Father's blessing. It has come now. Without the Holy Spirit, you can't live the Christian life. God desires that you walk in the fullness of the Spirit and live righteously and victoriously in this present world. I live righteously and victoriously in this world. Just if you haven't received the Holy Spirit since you've been born again, Galatians 3.14 says that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So Pastor is saying here, he says, simply say in the name of Jesus Christ, I open my heart now and I receive the Holy Spirit. Then by faith, receive as simply as you received Christ. While thanking him, you may, be even, you may even now be filled with the spirits, speaking in tongues or prophesying, glory to God, praise the Lord. You know, um, when I think about this um, scripture, this um, devotional, I ask a question also, why do we really need the Holy Spirit? And what does the Holy Spirit do to us? It's simple. The Bible says, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses. So the primary objective of the Holy Spirit in your life is for you to witness, to witness. It's not just to speak in tongues. Speaking in tongues is one of the signs of a believer, but this is one of the primary objectives for you to witness, for you to go out there and tell people about the risen Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, right now, I'd like to hand over to Sister Joy to take the further study and the confession. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. I, thank you so much, Brother Martins. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much, Stamaka, for the opportunity. So I'm reading from the book of Acts chapter 19, verse 6. Six to seven, and when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied, and all the men were about twelve. John, excuse me, John six sixty three. It is the Spirit who gives life; He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefits, whatever. There is no profit in it. The words, truth that have been speaking to you as spirit and life. Hallelujah. Joel 2, 28 to 29. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions, even upon the main, main servants and upon the maid servants. 
in those days will I pour out my spirit. Hallelujah. So right now we're going to be taking the confession together, but please don't unmute your mic. You can just take the confession while your mic is muted. It's on the screen. I live an extraordinary life of excellence and the supernatural because I am filled with the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, who leads me and directs my steps in victory, glory, dominion, and power. He blesses the world through me, for he's made me a life giver and fountain of blessings. Blessed be God, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka, for the opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Brodozier as he takes us through the New Testament reading. Thank you so much. Praise God. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Depends on where you're connecting from. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Um, we're reading the message translation of the New Testament and the Old Testament. It's been a very interesting read. You know, sessions like this, um, we come in together, holding ourselves accountable in reading the Bible. It's really, it's really, really been a blessing, especially to me this year. And for everyone that stays consistent throughout the whole year, you can be guaranteed as you go through these sessions with us every day, you are literally reading the Bible for yourself and you're going to complete the entire Bible by the time the year comes to an end. So I jump into it this morning. We have Matthew chapter 24 from verse 36 says, but the exact day and hour, no one knows that, not even heaven's angels, not even the son, only the father knows. The arrival of the son of man will take place in times like Noah's. Before the great flood, everyone was carrying on as usual, having a good time right up to the day Noah boarded the ark. They knew nothing until the flood hit and swept everything away. The son of man's arrival will be like that. Two men will be walking on the field. One will be taken, one left behind. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, one left behind. So stay awake, alert. You have no idea what day your master will show up. But you do know this. You know that if the homeowner had known what time of night the burglar will arrive, he would have been there with his dogs to prevent the break-in. Be vigilant just like that. You have no idea when the Son of Man is going to show up. And this is talking of the coming of Christ, the return of, of Christ for the rapture of the church. We don't know when he's coming. But, you know, as we have been watching the Love, Your Love World series, Pastor has been able to, you know, according to scriptures, show us that the time is very close. We might see it. Some say nine years. Some say five years. Some say two more years. But, you know, this is the, our year of preparation where we are preparing ourselves for the coming of the Lord. We are preparing ourselves to be ready for his coming. So times like this, times of worship, times of fellowship, you know, make it very intentional this year because the time is very, very, very close. The first flight is by the corner and we have to be intentional in our study of the word, in our preparing ourselves for his coming. Verse 45, who here qualifies for the job of overseeing the kitchen? A person the master can depend on to feed the workers on time each day. Someone the master can drop in an unannounced and always in on unannounced and always find him, him doing his job. So let me take that again. A person, a person the master can depend on to feed the workers on time each day. Someone the master can drop in on unannounced and always find him doing his job. A God-blessed man or woman, I tell you. It won't be long before the master will put this person in charge of the whole operation. But if that person only looks out for himself, the minute the master is away, does what he pleases, abusing the help and throwing drunken parties for his friends, the master is going to show up when he least expects it and make hash of him. He will end up in the dump with the hypocrites, out in the cold, shivering, teeth chattering. You know, they said the definition of integrity is doing the same thing you're doing on the outside when you're, in, you're on the inside, when no one is watching, you're doing the same thing. So in our walks with God, in our walk with God, it's not just a public display. 
but basically it's a life that we live even when we're closed doors a life of dedication a life of commitment to god and his word praise god may the lord bless this reading in jesus name at this moment i'll hand over to brother john to take the book of exodus in the old testament praise god praise the lord thank you very much brother. so our bible reading they only have one chapter which is Exodus 28. Praise the Lord. So, <clears throat> the the vestments. Get your brother Aaron from verse 1. Get your brother Aaron and his sons. Get your brother Aaron and his sons from among the Israelites to serve me as priests. Aaron and his sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, Ithama, <clears throat> Make sacred vestments for your brother. <coughs> Sorry about that, please. Get your brother Aaron and his sons from among the Israelites to serve me as priests. Aaron and his sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eliezer, Ithama. Make sacred vestments for your brother Aaron to symbolize glory and beauty. Consult with the skilled craftsmen, those whom I have gifted in this work, and arrange for them to make Aaron's vestments, to set him apart as holy, to act as priests for me. These are the articles of clothing they are to make. Breastpiece, effort, robe, woven, sonic, turban, sash. They are making holy vestments for your brother Aaron and his sons as they walk as priests for me. They will need gold, blue, purple, and scarlet material and fine linen. Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> reading this, it means that the Lord really wants his people to look good. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Um, from verse 6, the effort, have the effort made from gold, blue, purple, and scarlet material and fine twisted linen by a skilled craftsman. Give it two shoulder pieces at two of the corners so it can be fastened. The decorated band on it is to be just like it and of one piece with it, made of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet material and of fine twisted linen. Next, take two oinks, oinks, stones, and engrave the names of the sons of Israel on them in the order of their birth, six names on one stone and the remaining six on the other. Engrave the names of the sons of Israel on the two stones, the way a dweller engraves a seal. Then mount the stones in settings on filigreed gold. Fasten the two stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod. They are memorial stones for the Israelites. Aaron will wear these names on his shoulders as a memorial before God. Make the settings of gold filigree. Make two chains of pure gold and braid them like cords. Then attach the corded chains to the settings. The breast piece, verse 15. Now make a breast piece of judgment using skilled craftsmen, the same as with the effort. Use gold blue, purple, and scarlet material, and fine twisted linen. Make it nine inches square and folded double. Mount four rows of precious gemstones on it. First row, carnelian, topaz, emerald. Second row, ruby, sapphire, crystal. Third row, jacinth, agate, amethyst. Fourth row, burial, onyx, and jasper. Set them in gold filigree. The 12 stones correspond to the names of the Israelites with 12 names engraved, one on each, as on a seal for the 12 tribes. Then, make the braided chains of pure gold for the breastpiece, like cords. Make two rings 
first feast and fasting them ends. Fasting the two golden cords to the rings at the ends of the breast piece, then fasting the other ends of the two cords to the two settings of filigree, attaching them to the shoulder pieces of the effort in front, then make two rings of gold and fasten them to the two ends of the breast piece on its inside edge facing the effort, then make two more rings of gold and fasten them to the front of the effort to the lower part of the two shoulder pieces near the seam above the decorated band. Fasten the breast piece in place by running a cord of glue through its rings to the rings of the effort so that it rests secure on the decorated band of the effort and won't come loose. Verse 29, Aaron will regularly carry the names of the sons of Israel on the breast piece of judgment over his heart as he enters the sanctuary into the presence of God for remembrance. Place the Urim and the Tomim in the breast piece of judgment. They will be over Aaron's heart when he enters the presence of God. In this way, Aaron will regularly carry the breast piece of judgment into the presence of God. Now, the robe, verse <clears> 31, make the robe for the effort entirely of blue with an opening for the head at the center and a hem on the edge so that it won't tear. For the edge of the skirts, make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet material all around and alternate them with bells of gold, gold bell and pomegranates, gold bell and pomegranates all around the hem of the robe. Aaron has to wear it when he does his priestly work. The bells will be, will be heard when he enters the holy place and comes into the presence of God. And again, when he comes out so that he won't die. <laughs> wow. I think pastors preached on this before. <clears throat> the turban, tunic, and underwear. Verse 36. Make a plate of pure gold Engrave on it as on a seal, holy to God. Tie it with a blue cord to the front of the turban. It is to rest there on Aaron's forehead. He will take on any guilt involved in the sacred offerings that the Israelite dedicates, no matter what they bring. It will always be on Aaron's forehead so that the offerings will be acceptable before God. Weave the tunic of fine linen Make the turban of fine linen. The sash will be, will be the work of an embroiderer. Make tunics, sashes, and hats for Aaron's sons to express glory and beauty. Dress your brother Aaron and his sons in them. Anoint, ordain, and dedicate them to serve me as priests. Praise God. Verse 42. Make linen underwear to cover their nakedness. From waist to thigh. Aaron and his sons must wear it whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister in the holy place so that they won't incur guilt and die. This is a permanent rule for Aaron and all his priests' descendants. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Over to you, Pastor Doris. Praise the Lord. Wow. These details are amazing. <laughs> Praise God. I hope you have been following every single detail. God is truly detailed and excellent. Amazing. That was just the, the outfit for the priests. Praise God. Wow. <laughs> okay, moving on. We have some time if you want to share any testimony um, at this time. If you could kindly raise your hands, let's know that you're here and you want to share. 
today's information was very detailed, very detailed for us in the scriptures. And I'm sure that you'll be seeing a different level of excellence. Okay, we have one person. Who else? If you have any testimony, something you want to share? Okay, a second person. Can we have a third person and stats? Is there someone else who wants to share? Praise God. Okay, Brother Emmanuel, you can unmute yourself. All right, good morning, house. Good morning, esteemed brothers and sisters. I want to thank God for uh, yesterday. While we're praying, my, my wife just sleep. And it was by the grace of God that she didn't use her head to hit the floor because we're just stepping from the room to the living room. As she sleep, she was with the legs almost. Uh, so while we're praying, I just walked towards her. And I just, while we're praying, I put my hand on the leg. And, and I refuse any swelling. I refuse any pain. I thank God that everything subsides. No head injury, because these are some things that happen that people just pass out. And it was just coincidental. And I thank God that, you know, the lesson is learned and she's uh, alive, is preserving her, and she's here and healthy. And the her leg is strong in Jesus' name. Also, mm -hmm. during today's uh, reading of the Exodus, what comes to my mind was why was God so concerned about the name of Aaron inscribed? On the uh, on the wave, hello, hello, hello. We can hear you. Okay. Why was God so? Uh, okay, thank you. Why was God so much? Uh, uh, you know, it, it shows me that it was a record, and he said it was a memorial for God, because mm. those are the things that were in heaven, and so it was a replica for what to be done at the, in the tent of Israel and the tabernacle of Israel, the tabernacle of God in Israel. So it, it, I began to be, I was trying to look, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to do that today, but it, uh, I just was spoil my I'm looking at, that means every saint of God, before God, our name are being inscribed. And you know, mm -hmm. I remember the verse in Isaiah, I say his name is written there. So mm -hmm. we are priests of God, our name are being inscribed. And it reminds me of the father of the Reverend, uh, Reverend Sisters. When they are going now, they, they have that gun on them. And even though they want to misbehave, that because they wear that gown, even though somebody is funny and somebody, a driver wants to misbehave against them, they can't, they can't misbehave to that person because of the gun they are in. The best they can do, just do is to smile and just go on their way, even though the guy hits them. So, and then it, it also shows the, 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 the aura that goes with them anywhere they go. This respect, this honor of God that go with anywhere they go. It's the same thing. We have, we have, I believe we have, we have that honor of God. We have that garment of God, the garment of righteousness of God with us everywhere we go. And then our name are being inscribed. And so anytime we pray, God knows who's praying. God knows who's worshiping. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Praise God. Praise God. Wow. Thank you for Hallelujah. that talk. And congratulations on your testimony. Praise God. Wow. Amazing. Okay, we have St. Connell. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please tell us your name. And... My name is St. Connell from, from Sweden. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Pastor Deborah. And thank you, um, all the co-hosts, for an amazing time every morning. My, I want to share a testimony, and I also want to... Um, chip in on my thoughts for the this, the descriptions and the precisions with all the things that we've been reading in these past days. And for me, it got me thinking of, first of all, I noticed Pastor Chris's, um, the robe he wears for the 31st night and for the communion services. If you have taken um, a close look, it's very detailed. And every time he comes up, he wears those it's too different. It's actually not the same. And and I was thinking like, wow, I, I really admire how detailed, how precise they actually make the one for the 31st night with two knots, two blue knots and the one for the um, communion services without those knots. And it comes out, he comes out like a king priest, clearly to God. And I've always admired it. And that's 
um, just showing us in the scriptures how God cares about the details of the of the outfits of of um the 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 priest in those days. And now thinking of also the descriptions of how the 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 um um the the holy place was being built. We read that yesterday. I when I'm reading those um, um scriptures, first of all, I use my imagination power. I try to like see it. If, for example, they say it was it was crave it was um it was formed in an angel. So I try to um see it so I, I get to understand the picture and I can literally draw out, I can literally draw out in my mind what those buildings or what those um, um stuff they were describing looks like. So that gets it's really interesting for me actually don't find it boring at all for the past years i've actually been skipping all these places like just go to the next, next place but now i'm actually trying to get it and it's really interesting and this really god is ministering to me how um detailed and excellent and looking at our christ embassy churches most of them the the, the way we do the decorations in churches it's just very it's just understandable now why we are so specific why does it have to be this good why does it have to be look this outstanding because god cares about all these things glory to god and then my testimony is we've actually um when 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 my my husband and i have moved out we transferred ourselves and in the process of doing that god gave us a miracle we're supposed to move into a new apartment but for some reason the guy that was supposed to give us a key into the new apartment couldn't find the key <laughs> in the beginning it looked like it was like uh like it's not very pleasing news but in those two days where he couldn't find the key he was trying to get the the landlords to make the keys and all that he paid us so much for those two nights glory to god and we didn't we were not actually like homeless per se because we had someone giving us a free apartment for those two nights and we had extra money on on, on it so i just want to thank god for his strategies in bringing me more tights because i'm always looking out for paying my tights so yeah we have a perfect place to stay in now and we, we had some extra money on on top of of all what happened thank you so much for always bringing the word fresh us thank you so much i love you thank you so much congratulations on your testimony so irrespective of the uh, seeming seeming challenge or disadvantage there was also a blessing in it praise the lord so in every situation that we are we actually need to look out for the blessings of god in it because he says he leads us in the right paths you know for his namesake he guides us and irrespective of the challenge we will always come out victorious. And thank you for your thoughts on, uh, on um, the book of Exodus. It's actually quite inspiring for the first time, you know, finding out these details. You know, as a Christian, Pastor, Pastor will always tell us, um, Pastor Chris will always tell us that you have to be detailed and excellent. It is the characteristic of you as the renewed man, the Christian that you are. You cannot afford to just do things anyhow. And you see where it comes from. It's, it is the nature of God. The detail and excellence is the nature of God. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, we have Sister Ijama. Please kindly unmute yourself and share with us. Good morning. Good morning, esteemed Tamaka. Good morning, Pastor Debbie. Good morning, everyone. Morning, it's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing to be here, you know. It's ever since I joined, trust me, I always tell people every opportunity you have, every gathering you have, every opportunity you have to gather with the saints, be online, offline, take advantage of it because there's always a blessing. No two meetings are the same. I want to thank Sister Marka for this huge platform, a platform where we have the opportunity to read our Bibles for the whole year. This is already a done deal. No days skipped, no days missed. Coming to today's um, Bible reading, particularly Exodus, you know, Pastor Debbie, you, you, you were spot on. You actually voiced my thoughts as it was about, as I was about unmuting. I just heard that last words of yours. You know, as a Christian, if you look at, if you like this last um, verse, which or the last Bible reading or the last um, chapter we read, it shows you how detailed God is. We can't afford to do things anyhow. I remember before I gave my life to Christ, I used to be a very scattered person. As in very, very, I can, I can do it anyhow and give you. 
be it a job or something. But ever since I gave myself to the word, it and how it will come, it won't be like, okay, I've given my life to Christ. I want to now walk in excellence. Ever for every time you give yourself to the word, something is added to you. Excellence. You might not just say, oh, okay, excellence, come now. You just notice that your ways become excellent. I've realized that for the past, some, I, I think I have noticed, you know, the Bible says acknowledge every good thing in you. And I think this is an opportunity for me to acknowledge that. I'm a very, when it comes to my work, I'm a very detailed person. It must be not, um, not anyhow. When it comes to, it's like a document. Why are you doing, if you're a document for a proposal, why are you doing it? Where are you doing it? Who are you doing it with? Who are you going to align your plans with? Everything. And I don't even accept that from the people I work with. I don't accept half measures. And I wouldn't say I learned, I wouldn't say I learned it or it was, it was a skill. Or, mm -mm. I realized it was God that gave it to me. We can't afford to do things anyhow. The Bible has just told and this is even the Old Testament though. This is even the Old Testament. How much more? We are, we are the new creation, this in the New Testament. We can't afford to do things anyhow. God is not scattered. If God was, maybe the sky would have been down and the, and the, and the sea up. You could imagine how, how disastrous everywhere would be. Maybe the trees might be upside down. God is very excellent and detailed. He even has a time where fruits will come. He has a time where the leaves will fall. He's excellent and detailed. I think this is a day where we just go back to our no, no, we don't go back. It then we reflect on how we do things because He will even give make us if we're excellent, He will make us more excellent because God is an is always in ever increasing. The part of the justice as a shining light, it shines brighter and brighter. And my testimony, like I've already given the testimony, God has made me excellent, and every day I become more excellent. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Pastor David. Praise God. Wow. That was just so, it was full of, full of excellent thoughts, actually. Praise God. Thank you so much. So, you know, um, just in case somebody is reading, ah, or somebody's around you and saying, this um, Exodus and Leviticus and all these places, they are seemingly uninteresting. You need to bring it to their attention that it shows you the excellence of God, the exquisite nature of God, the detail of God, praise the Lord. And like she said, truly every time you are, you put yourself to the word, you receive the word, something is added to you. And what is that? It is the excellence of God that is added to you as a person. So even while, because pastor will always tell us that there's ever increasing glory from the presence of God. Anytime you go to the house of God, you are a fellow believers, you are in that fellowship and communion, just your glory has increased. This is one of them. One of the glories that has increased in you is your excellence. And for God to pay so much attention to it, it shows you that that is where God's heart is. That is where God's heart is. And, you know, Genesis from um, Genesis 1-1, Genesis 1-2, you know, that place, it told us that the earth was a chaotic mass and God did not like it for whatever had transpired in between those two verses. He didn't like it. And he now sat down, he brooded over, let me arrange this thing. Let me arrange this place. Let me arrange the earth. And he started, he started brooding. And you know, those six days, it was another level of perfection. And the people were not there, of course, when, you know, when he created the heavens and the earth, but he brought it to them. This is how you do your things. This is how you arrange, you know? And for today, in today's world, when you look at the Jews, that is how detailed they are. If you've ever worked with a Jewish person, either in business, because they are mostly in business, business or in technologies. That's how they, they don't, they don't skip, um, they don't skip precision. It's one level to another. If you have ever had to work with any Jewish person, one level to another, one level of excellence to the, to the other, they will always look at it. And they will, there's no half measures, truly, no half measures. No skipping them, um, what do you call it, quality control, or, you know, let's just do it and package it. No, there's an excellence because of these things that they had learned. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So today we know that excellence is the key word in our life. Precision, details. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wow. It has been an amazing time. And right now we're going into um, breaking the bread. So you get your communion ready.
Praise the Lord. And I'm going to be reading from 1 Corinthians 11 from verse 23. And it says, for I have received. Praise the Lord. Okay, before we go into our communion, sorry, I skipped. Um, Brother Martins, we're supposed to take the confession. Please take it before we go into breaking of the bread. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> okay, um, today we are taking our affirmation. And um, we have it on the screen. So um, the normal way we'll take the affirmation, you go by my name is, you take the first paragraph, then the second one, I, you now say your name, and then you take the paragraph again, my love, you say your name first, my love abounds, and you know, like that. At the count of three, we start. One, two, three. My name is Granted, Praise God. Let's take the communion at this time. So I'm going to be reading First Corinthians from verse um, 11, from verse 23, it says, And I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. These do in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, O oh God. We take the bread, hallelujah, and we declare that because your body was broken for us, hallelujah, we are no more not ever broken. In our health, our health is perfect. Hallelujah. Yes, in our finances, on our jobs, in our businesses. Hallelujah. We are not broken, but we are perfected continually in you. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Let's break it and take. Praise the Lord. After the same manner also, he took the cup, and when he had stopped saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, this you do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till it comes. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you, hallelujah, that your blood, O oh God, 
that we take at this time. The cup represents your new covenant with us, your new agreement with us, hallelujah, and your agreement continually with us, oh God, is in line with your perfect will, plans and purposes for your life, hallelujah. And we thank you, O oh God, because you are who you say you are to us, hallelujah. You're what the word says you are to us, O oh God. We exalt your name, O oh God. We praise your name, O oh God. And we acknowledge, hallelujah, this new testament, O oh God. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. You may take the cup. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you all so much for joining in today's time of devotion in Inspired by the Word Global. Thank you all so very much. Let's kindly unmute ourselves at this time. Thank you, Sister Maka, for the opportunity to handle to this um devotional time i love you so very much ma'am as we share the grace in fellowship grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the communion of the holy spirit forevermore jesus name amen Amen. 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 Amen.